Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Popcorn World. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. So, head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your, I still can't believe it, 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Look, don't forget to use promo code NFL100. It's BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Tell them the noisemaker station. You're now listening to the lead of the ACC with Hockey Trophy winner and Florida State legend, Mr. Charlie Ward, Wake 3 TV, and Perfect Hall of Famer, Kendrick Haskins. And Mr. Talking Lloyd himself, and of course, Mama Lloyd, Lloyd Smith. And now, it's time for Believe in the ACC. Glad to be on with you here tonight. Coming on a little bit later than we normally do, but still fresh and ready to go. Uh, that Handsome devil to my immediate right on the screen is Kendrick Haskins, and that is Coach Ward tonight. That is when he walked into the locker room tonight. That wasn't Heisman Trophy winner Charlie Ward or uh, Florida State uh, legend Charlie Ward. That was just Coach Ward that walked into the locker room tonight. <laughs> I'm always Coach Ward. Well, now you were listen. We didn't know you as Coach Ward when we were watching you. We were, we knew you as that bad man, Charlie Ward, or Junior. Or junior. <laughs> <laughs> that'll work too. You, uh, that'll work too. Yeah. What you what you what you chewing on tonight, Charlie? That look like some ice cream, or what is that? Is that your favorite ice cream? Here it comes. Was is that, that yogurt? 
Is that a yogurt? Yogurt. Okay. All right. So delicious. Coconut milk. Coconut milk. Oh, that yeah. sounds. Um, you should try it. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, Charlie. Uh, not coconut milk. I, I. But you should try the coconut milk yogurt. You will like it. Get a flavor: blueberry, peach. Are you peach, doing it? Peach sounds good. Even vanilla is, is tasty. Yeah, I'm not doing it. But I, but I appreciate the <laughs> offer. I appreciate the offer. Y'all, um, listen, we got a lot, um, to jump into right now on believe in the ACC. And we asked the question, is it panic time or just calm down time? Uh, I should have went relax. If I'd have been thinking, I'd have said relax. Like uh, <laughs> like uh, that bad man Aaron Rodgers, as they say. Uh, but I went with uh, calm. So That dude is a bad man. Listen, <laughs> I, just, I don't want to get too far off the beaten path, but last night when they left them 37 seconds, I said, ah. So the Packers are going to win. <laughs> you can't, you can't be leaving in thirty seconds. That's just asking He's for like a Tom loss. Brady. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just asking for a loss. So mm-hmm. anyway, it's just certain um, guys that you know. Mm-hmm. What you say? I said it's just certain guys you know. You can't leave leave time on the clock. No, you cannot leave them time on the clock. They will they will pick you apart, but. We will we we'll may come back. We may circle back to that here at the end of the show. But I want to get into some ACC talk because we had a very, very revealing week in. And I want to start in a very unconventional place. Um, we know that Clemson lost. We know that a lot of things happened this weekend. Maybe revealing some strengths in places we didn't think there would be. So my first question to start the night off is, well, I got to hit the wrong button. Can any can an ACC team – no, I did the right button. That was the right button. Will there be a new ACC champion this year? I say yes. I say yes. I don't. I feel like that's not going to be Clemson's last loss this season. I think they, there's going to be another loss somewhere down the road, probably on the road. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't really see anybody – going in Death Valley and knocking them off. But I can see them losing on the road again. And so I think there will be a, a different ACC champion this year. All right. Charlie, what do you say? I, I, I potentially see that happening as well. Um, you know, I kind of go back to when we had our our run um, at Florida State where, you know, every, everything was – great for like six, seven years or even longer than that. And then we had our first loss. I think it was either at Virginia or North Carolina State. One the it was two. at Virginia. <laughs> and, um, and you know, that kind of broke the, broke the seal. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure we won ACC that year or not, but it kind of brought us back to the pack. Um, I mean, we didn't lose very many games, I think, after those years, you know, but it did get to a point where teams were, you know, they didn't fear. They didn't have that fear anymore. And mm-hmm. But Clemson's been, you know, skating by. Uh, they really haven't been playing well offensively. Defensively, they've been playing lights out, and that's where they've been winning games. 
And mm -hmm. I mean, we all kind of called it, uh, you know, in our picks that I don't want to well, say. Not all of us called it, Charlie. One of us refused to call it. Now he called it on the on our group text, but he didn't call it, you know, officially. I think um, I get a half of that because I called it in the morning. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm willing to give you a half of Charlie is. <laughs> so I think it'll be another agency. <laughs> well, you said the thing that I was gonna say, Charlie. I the one thing that I saw out of that game with NC State going into the fourth quarter. There was no fear in NC State's eyes. Even when they screwed up and the game went to overtime, they still looked confident. And I'm saying, man, when the fear factor leaves the team, it, all bets are off. And so I don't think people fear Clemson this year. They don't, they're not worried that they're going to come out and hang, that you got to come to the game with 30 points. They're not worried that you got to, uh, you, now that defense is, I think, of Clemson is pretty good. Yeah, I, I do think it's pretty real. good. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you, but no defense can stay on the field for sixty minutes. <laughs> right. So so I I I think we're headed toward a couple of maybe one or two more losses. If I'm being honest, I I, I think there's one or two more losses coming for Clemson. Well, I hope one of them is to Florida State. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want that upset. I don't want to touch that one. Uh, at least not. This <laughs> one. Man, I'm hopeful. There's nothing wrong with hope. Nothing wrong yeah. with hope. Hope springs eternal. Hope springs eternal. So that brings me to my second question before we get into the review. Can an ACT team not named Clemson make the college football playoffs? Because I heard a lot of people saying that the ACC has lost its path to the champion to the playoffs. No. Do you I, believe I, that? I believe it. You do believe that? Yeah. Wow. Tell You got to tell us why. Well, for one, Clemson's still the only team that's ranked right now. Oh. <laughs> NC State is ranked. NC State got so is Wake Forest. Yeah, so is Wake Forest. Well, I, I, they're not going to jump all over all of those teams and get to the uh, Final Four because of, even if they're – even if – they are as good as those teams. They're not going to play the schedule because the ACC's um, the way they're looked at right now. The reputation of the ACC, well, they're not going to they're not going to get ranked high enough to get up there. So no, I don't I don't see it happening. Okay, no, only uh, they they're going to have to look at them if they're if if they don't lose. I mean, they'll even if they don't like get they, in, they'll look at them know. like they look at mid majors. What? <laughs> mm, I, as weird as this is going to sound I think there might be one team who could pretend I was looking at all the schedules and if there, if there was a team to win out and could pull it off it, it well and I'm not saying they will now let me start my statement by saying this I don't know or believe that they will ultimately win out because I have a feeling that uh, the ACC is going to be won by two, possibly three lost teams. I mean, that's just how it's going to be. But um, Louisville with Wake Forest this weekend is interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting because one of those two teams have the offensive prowess to win out. Now, I don't know if they can do it defensively, but offensively, maybe. Who is that? At least 
Louisville or Wake Forest. They're both interesting teams to me. With losing Brayton Smith for the year, they, that, they announced oh, that. Oh, is that official? Yeah, he's out for yeah. the year. He tore some oh, wow. With me, yeah. so I, I saw it's, that. It's going to be hard. And and plus, and I and they already lost uh, Montgomery. Yeah, I retract my last statement. And so it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I mean, they, I they played that. well for a half, and then second half against Florida State, they got ultra conservative. But I I, I as I'd like to see it, but I, I just can't. I don't see Louisville winning out. I don't, I yeah, don't, I retract my last statement. I was not aware. This was on Saturday. Yeah, this was a Braden is coming back statement. This is not. A, <laughs> I apologize to to everyone for listening. That yeah, I uh, wow, that's a big blow. That's a big blow. Maybe but, uh, they can regroup. I don't know. But they didn't look prepared to lose him Saturday. No, once he went out, their offense just stopped. It was just, <laughs> yeah, that was the end. So, <laughs> they just so now the it's, ball all together. Yeah, now it's, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do going forward. So let's jump right into a recap real quick. Uh, we'll start with the game we just started about. Uh, a, a shocking game to me. Um, in 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 its totality, because Louisville came out the gate blazing, and then in the second half, it was like they couldn't find their offense, and it got real conservative, which was weird. I think it goes back to what we was just saying that apparently the whole game plan was around Brayton Smith, because <laughs> he went out and like they totally just threw their offense completely off, and so well, if that is the case. Then they then they are in way more trouble than. But the weird thing was, I mean, he was having an okay game. He wasn't having a game that you know where he was dominating. They were spreading the ball around. It wasn't just him. <laughs> Jordan Watkins had his first touchdown. And yeah, he was getting the ball to Marshawn Ford, and they I mean they were just crushing him on third down. But he went well, let out. Me tell you, so let me tell you what happened in the second half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first half. Uh, Louisville, you know, they were really offensively having their way. I mean, it, whatever they wanted to do, whether it was run, well, really not really run, but like pass, and it was there was nothing they were able to do. But what really happened in the second half was Louisville. Yes, they got a little conservative, but those same pass plays that they were hitting they were being covered because they started dropping linebackers in the zone uh, on some of the bootleg stuff. They were covering guys um, that were running free in the first half, like the guy who was dragging. Uh, The safety was picking them up. And then in the run game, the defensive line decided they wanted to, you know, be a part of that, that part. And so really what happened was, yes, they got conservative, but, they were being covered with some of the things that they were doing early on. Um, And that's how the game got to where it was, you know, close. Um, It wasn't like um, Louisville wasn't doing the same things. You know, they were running some of the same things, but they, granted, they had two touchdowns called back or two long runs. I'll just say Mm -hmm. that. Right. Um, With holding penalties. And so that kind of threw things off as well. Um, and so I don't, I I don't know. Defensively, they gave up some big plays, but they've been doing. I think they've been doing that all year, though. 
Yeah, I think I think they have to find a better balance between letting Malik do what he does with his legs and those RPOs, choice moments. And 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 I for some reason you, and it may be what exactly what you said, Charlie, those linebackers dropping back the way they did. Maybe maybe I don't I don't think that it confused Malik, but it definitely limited his his choices and but at that same time, that means he's got to learn. Okay, if it's not there, man, get what you can get and live to fight another day. And and I don't, I didn't see enough of his choices. And even the few times he did finally do it, like you said, they got called back. So, but it was an interesting game. But I want to go to the other side of the football for just a second. Uh, first of all, I want to give Florida State credit for fighting back in that game because uh, you know to be down thirty-one to seven can be, uh, you know a lot, you know, 14 to have to overcome, but they did get back in the game <coughs> and make it. They got game. back in the game running the ball. That's what was impressive. Right. Oh man. Well listen, the the combination of uh number eight, is it Ward? Is that his name? Yeah. Trace and, and, and zero, whatever zero's name is. They were uh they were really uh, dynamic. Yeah. Corbin. They, yeah, Corbin. Yeah, Corbin. I'd have to get him because he dominated. Uh it, what was interesting about his running, <laughs> which it was a weird pattern, he would break one for like 25 yards, and then on the very next play, he couldn't get to the line of scrimmage. You'd be like, okay, <laughs> he's just tired of what, you know, what it was. But it was a weird pattern that had developed throughout the game. But nevertheless, they, you, like you said on this show last week, you guys have a running game. That's the strength of the offense. They got to find ways to lean more on that running game and then, you know, shorten those third downs to where, okay, we're not in these third and longs. We're in a third and three because we ran the ball so well the first couple of times or some kind of mix-up variation of that. But you can't keep throwing out a third and tens and third and elevens and, right. yeah, that or third and eights and stuff. That, that makes it hard. Uh, especially when you don't have a receiver that has truly stepped up and said, I own this, you know, I own this part of the game. So I, that was what was interesting to me about the comeback. It was all really the run game. Uh, I do want to ask you, Charlie, do you still believe that McKenzie is the better option? Uh, yes. Okay. Because the passing, the passing game, um, he just – he throws on time. I mean, that's all I can say is he throws in the windows. He throws on time. He throws when guys aren't, you know, getting ready to, to turn. You know, when I look at quarterback play, that's what I look at. Gotcha. Um, you know, there's some things that he probably could do better as far as throwing, you know, back shoulder and uh, doing more of that. Right. Uh, but he's not going to be your run threat um, like like Travis or even trouble. Um, so he's not going to be a run threat that way. But what he does is he knows where he wants to go to football uh, most of the time, uh, like most quarterbacks that are, you know, I say dynamic, but that, that have his skill set uh, where he can't really move in the pocket or, you know, what have you. And so I just think he with the run game we have, that that's going to be the best option. Uh, I would like to see more short passes, you know, 
Uh, yeah. You know, especially on first down uh, or second down to try to, you know, move, keep the sticks uh, moving. Um, and then, you know, taking your chances, you know, some way, some other way. But right now, you know, we're getting pressure. But even with the pressure, we still should be able to get the ball out uh, in somebody's hands to be able to, you know, make things uh, happen. But, you know, Louisville did a good, great job of uh, running their defense. I mean, they, they ran three-man front sometimes and dropped eight. And when you drop eight guys – it's hard, you know, yeah. to try to press when they still get pressure when they drop eight. That's right. What, that's what impressed me about them. They were still getting pressure. That was really a shocking game plan to me because I was like, wow, they're gonna stick to this. And they and it worked. I mean, it you know, listen, it, it ain't a bad game plan if it works. It's only right. if it don't. <laughs> so uh I do want to address this though. Uh today, I guess this was today, uh at the press conference uh for Florida State, Coach Mike Norville did address the 0-4 start, and he had some interesting statements to say. He said, yeah, I'm pissed off that we're 0-4, and we can bring up how many years it's been. I can't control that. I can control this team at this moment and right now with the opportunity. So we're going to work our butts off to go get better, and we're going to do, do it the right way. Then he goes down and says, I've been a part of teams when they've been on a losing streak, they didn't get caught up with all the crap that was on the outside and everybody telling you what you can't do and, oh, this is the issue. It's easy to point at that, but who wants to be a part of the solution? Those are the guys we're going after. Um, first of all, shout out to him for, for standing in that in the, in the foxhole today for those about, I think it was like a three-minute statement he made there. And uh, and Caitlin kind of taking the taking those bullets, so to speak. But I'll say this: um, the challenge that I think he has, and that Florida State has as a whole, is can they block? Like with any team, can they block out the noise? And 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 we live in a hyper overreactive society right now. Everything is 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 more than what it actually is. Everything doesn't matter. It, it, a loss is never just a loss. It's, oh, man, we got to call for this guy's job. Well, hold on. I don't know if the guy – listen, are they getting better? What is the totality of the game? So I wonder, and I ask you and I ask Kendrick, can Florida State team and even I would dare say the administration block out the noise or does this at some point become – Overwhelming to the point where you have to address it. Uh, what do you mean address address it? Well, listen, um, I've watched it here in this state of mind, Texas. It's happened several times where the losses begin to mount, the noise gets too loud, and they make a change. Texas is uh, is different, but um, when it comes to that piece, but. Uh, I mean, I, I sat and watched the interview today as well, and he said mm -hmm. a lot of things, you know, in that interview, um, just pertaining to the game, and also one of that part of that was part of talking to the recruits, right? Um, mm -hmm. As well, uh, when he was talking about, you know, he they're going after guys that want to be a part of the solution, right? And the turnaround uh, because they see it op they see opportunities. But as I mentioned, 
you know, when we start talking about, yes, the record is 0-4, but there are three, three out of four games is one-possession games. Mm-hmm. And so there are teams that are 4-0, and and three of their games could be last-second wins. Yeah. Three, three out of four games are last-second wins, or, or one-possession games. And so that's my whole issue thing that I keep preaching is, I mean, three out of four games are one-possession games, and they could have gone either way in some form of fashion. Um, if things go according to plan or, you know, here or there or whatever. But, you know, the, the Wake Forest game was different. The Wake Forest is beating everybody. So at this right. point, the same way. So it doesn't really matter who it is. At this point, they've beaten everybody the same way. Um, and so I just think, uh, you know, even if, and I, I've said this even with Coach Taggart when he was the coach, if you go three and eight or whenever, whatever it was, and you're competitive, like you're in one possession games and you're competitive, then it's hard to, you know, say we need to change and all those types of things. But, you know, if you're three and eight and you're not competitive, then that's something totally different mm-hmm. and you've lost the locker room or what have you. But I guarantee you if I go to practice tomorrow, you probably wouldn't be able to tell that they were 0-4. Mm. I mean, I, I went over there on Friday, or I saw some on Friday, and I was talking to Coach Norville, and um, Mike Gola Jr. went mm. to practice because he called a game. Right. And he was like, uh, are y'all 0-4? I mean, 0-3 at the time? Yeah. And he couldn't tell that they were winless on the season because of the energy, because of the, the you know the passion they were playing with the game or for the game. And so it's been that way. I just say it just hadn't happened right now. I yeah. mean, you know, they're putting the time in, they're putting the work in, all those things, it's just not happening for them right now. And so that's normal. I mean, that's 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 sometimes that's what happens. And yeah. so I feel like if they can get a win, they they could go on a little streak. They just gotta get a win and get that positive reinforcement. <laughs> and they can get a win, they may be able to go on a little run. Yeah, the difference between winning and losing is not the margin for most teams is not that great of a margin. And so it's a mistake here, it's a mistake there, it's a decision here, it's a decision there. Now I will say this: I was not crazy about either one of those fourth down calls. Um uh, uh, in the game, but I do understand because you're trying to show confidence in your team. I just didn't. I just didn't think those were good calls. But having said that, if they work, we're having a different conversation today. So you you do what you you do what you do. You try what you try. You hope that it works. You know that's what and that's where we are. You, you're trying to find something to ignite this team into a winning mindset and a winning culture. So I get it. Uh, let's jump into the next one. You, you guys mentioned Wake Forest. Wake Forest right now, in my humble opinion, looks like the best team in the ACC. Um, yeah, they're playing was, that right now. Wake Forest is playing lights out. They, they, I think they're by far the best team in the ACC. Yeah. Uh, 
with is that game with Clemson? Is that at Clemson or is it at Wake Forest? Uh, the one this weekend is at Wake Forest. Oh, at Clemson, you said? Yeah, when they play Clemson. Oh, uh, keep talking amongst yourselves. I'll have to find that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my man Charlie's struggling down there. You, did it go down the wrong pipe? You all right over there? <laughs> I was trying to work around it so nobody would notice. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, go ahead. That that when they play when they play Clemson, I think that'll uh, that'll be huge. I'm thinking. See, I don't that, think so. I'm thinking that you know, well, Clemson's going to turn around. Are they? I mean, I still can't figure out how. Uh, it, I felt that was like at Clemson. That was at Clemson. It's the, it's the second Clemson, last game. Yeah. I, I, it just depends on where Clemson's season is at that point. I still got faith in Dabo that he'll get things turned around. They still have talented players. I mean that. I, I, I mean, Charlie, you tell me on that last play. play it didn't seem like the receiver could have made just a little bit better effort to catch that ball. I mean, it wasn't that far out of reach. It just kind of like short armed it. At Florida State? No, the uh, no, no overtime yeah. game with um, uh, the oh, weekend. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It looked, it looked, it looked funny. Like, yeah, like he didn't give an effort. <laughs> to uh to, to raise his hand to catch the ball with either hand. And maybe he was tired. I don't know. No, you know I mean, it was good coverage by the DB. I mean, the DB's right there, but it just seems like he kind of short-armed it to reach out and grab it. Well, yeah. since we're already talking about the Clemson game, let's just go there. Um <laughs> I listen, I I you saw I sent you guys a screenshot of my screen on Saturday. I was watching all three games at the same time. Um the, uh, the Louisville game, the Clemson game. Of course, I have to watch my Arkansas Razorbacks because we haven't been relevant in a long time. Yeah, we haven't been relevant in a long time, Charlie, so I have <laughs> to watch it. Uh, but that Clemson game was interesting, and especially that that um, the, the one thing about Clemson, to me, they absolutely lost that. When they lost – people say they lost a lot in Trevor Lawrence. No, they lost a lot in Trevor in the end. That running game is not there. And, and and it doesn't feel like now I could be wrong, but it doesn't feel like it's coming anytime soon. So uh, it may issue, come toward the end of the year, but not right now. The issue is not the running backs. Maybe I don't think it is. Just the offensive line. It's yeah. offensive line. Yeah, yeah, they're not the getting any push. Line, it's not getting pushed, and when you don't get pushed, I don't care who who you have out there running. Right, it's gonna be. <laughs> And so I think that's where where they're kind of losing it right now, is the offensive line. So I ask you this question, Coach Ward, because we need Coach Ward tonight. How do you fix an offensive line? I've never seen it happen during the season. Have you, Charlie? <laughs> it's just tough because you you try to do technique, you try to just keep. You know, keep all the fundamentals uh, things that you that you're doing, but they're playing some young some some young guys now, and they're they're just having to learn. And so, I think the defense has been keeping them in games. Uh, excuse no me. question, no question. It's yeah, been obvious that the defense is keeping them in games, and so it's um, it's just one of those things where they've been winning off of. Uh, you know, tradition and, you know, winning culture. 
because uh, offensively they've been not very good. Yeah. But I just think, you know, at some point it was just – even this game, the Notre, I mean, the Notre Carolina State game, probably yeah. should have been close. But the defense was solid. And offensively they found ways to get things uh, done. And so it was just one of those deals, man, where they just weren't able to overcome, you yeah. know, their shortcomings. And I think I, I like what uh, Coach Ward said earlier about talking about when Florida State lost that first game to Virginia, and, it's, and it, it seems like it gave it gave the rest of the conference hope once that happened. And I think you're going to see the same thing in this situation. But I do, th- I do, I don't. But at the same time, I'm not going to say Clemson season is going to go totally in the tank. But I, but I do see another loss down the road. Well, three losses for Clemson is is. is by comparison to what they've done, it's a bad season. I don't don't see seven and five coming. (laughs) I don't see it, but but listen, if if the teams that are good or appear to be good live up to what is currently happening, it's not an impossibility. It's not an impossibility, but – I don't see it, but you know, listen. But who, but who outside of Wake Forest right now do you feel like can beat Clemson? See, prior to Brandon Smith going down, Brandon Smith going down, said Louisville's offense looks solid enough to maybe at least make it interesting. I don't now. I now I don't know. Now it's going to be interesting to see if they can pull it off. But I don't know what Boston College is yet. Like, what are they? Like is that is that do you can you say definitively that Boston College is with all of the experience that they have and and the, and the studs that they have at key positions that they can't beat Clemson? Well, my only hope, my only issue is their defense. I don't mm. know how solid their defense is. Right. <laughs> Even though Clemson doesn't have a, they're struggling right now. Um, offensively, yeah, but uh, Boston College's defense, you know, they're offensively, I think they're solid, but defensively, who are they, right? Yeah, no, no question. Uh, I just don't know if if, if Clemson has enough offense to even make it matter. One way I can give uh, Louisville a glimmer of hope in that game against Clemson is as Louisville's defense has been stout, and if they get everyone, and they're not going to get Montgomery back, but they still Abdullah's been playing well, and Yaya Diaby's been playing well. Keytrail right. with thirteen, who got that interception to end the game. They've all been playing playing decent footballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they can show that up, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Um, as I this score. You as I person I thought about, <laughs> as I predicted to you both, <laughs> until he proves that he can be consistent, I will continue to pick against him. <laughs> yeah, he he struggled a little bit. What did that man do to you? And man? I, don't, and I don't understand why. I do not because I see the talent. I see his talent. I just do not understand why I don't get it. I, I'm so perplexed by Sam Howell. I'm so perplexed. 
As but, soon as I saw, because I didn't see any of that game. As soon as yeah. I saw the score, you were the first person I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, now, go ahead, go ahead, Charlie. Right now, to be honest, to be fair, it, it's not all Sam Howell because okay. their defense gave up forty-five points. Right, Sam Howell and they struggled. I mean, they they struggled to tackle Jeff Sims, who came in, and I mean, mm -hmm. he was like. RG three, yeah, uh, you know back yeah. there he was throwing it, he was running, and they had a tough time tackling him. And so that if any if anything that's going to hinder them from being successful is going to be their defense because they had the same issue against Virginia. Yeah, mm -hmm. they gave up thirty nine points against Virginia. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know if it. I mean, they scored third. They scored fifty nine, but they gave up thirty nine. Right, and so, so we might be finding out a lot about their whole team as opposed to just one guy. Yeah, correct. I agree. With you. Mm -hmm. he, he, he's he's not performing like we it, we thought he would or expecting him. Yeah, but it's well, he's not performing like I thought he would. <laughs> say that's how Lloyd expected. Yeah, him. no, no. He's, not, he's he's performing exactly like I thought he would. Be very clear about that. So there you go. Um, now I'm gonna blame you two for me picking this one wrong. <laughs> I totally blame because I wanted to ride with my guy, Dino Faber. I wanted to ride with him and I let y'all talk me out of it. <laughs> and then this happened. <laughs> Shout out to Syracuse, though. Huh? I said that was a very good game. That, listen, shout out to Syracuse. They listen, you win the game that's in front of you. Hey, they that's lost, you they lose to Liberty last year, so that's a they good They lost to Liberty win. last year. Yeah, so that's a good win for them. But that's a good win. And Liberty's good. Liberty is yeah. a good team. So I, I shout out to them for getting that win. Big time win. Um, to Charlie's earlier point, Boston College won the game. Their offense can score. I'm still trying to figure out why they stormed the field for beating Missouri. Well, listen, I guess I guess I guess when you beat an SEC team, the next thing you do is storm a field. I don't know. I, I don't get it either. But maybe it's because of the coach's comments. Yeah, although they had that going in. It's like it didn't take long for Missouri to get that SEC arrogance on them, but still why though? It's, it's not like they've done anything since they've been in the SEC. <laughs> It's one thing to be arrogant. It's another thing to be arrogant without justification. <laughs> my so, favorite shot. My favorite shot from that game. Yeah. Is when you when they show the shot of the interception from the other end zone. Yeah. And it's like the ball is in the air, and there's a lady standing in the end zone, and she knew there was going to be an interception, and jumping up and down, celebrating before he even picked it off. Nice. <laughs> nice. Very you nice. See her celebrate before the ball even. It's even caught. Well, speaking of celebrations, uh, Pitt rebounded quite nicely. Uh, nothing like nothing like a bouncing back with uh, – I just feel bad for New Hampshire because they have to be the person they bounce back against. Yeah, they uh, how long is a – Charlie, you've, be, you've probably beaten some teams like this before. How long is a 77-7 game? Like, if you're on the other side of that game, how long <laughs> is that game? Which side? When you beat when you're beating someone seventy-seven to seven, is that a long game? Like, what are you guys talking about at that point? 
Um, I've been a part of some blowouts. And normally, uh, we are, whatever, preparing for the third quarter to be to play one possession. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the rest have, of the time, have you ever gotten hungry in a blowout and wanted to go to the, like... Young players, some, some, some run. Um, you know, that was that's kind of the thing. The kids, the guys who used to play the walk-ons and some of the guys who didn't play a lot, you know, they were excited about those types of games because mm-hmm. they knew yeah. they were going to a chance to play. Yeah. Ha- have you ever gotten hungry in a blowout and been like, man, I really would like to go to the concession stand right now, but I that would be inappropriate. They would notice that Charlie Ward went to the concession stand. No, man. we They had food in the locker room. Right. Oh, because you just fix your plate. At the right. Blowout, yeah, food in the locker plate. room. Bring it back to Matter of fact, and since we have all these NIL deals, shout out to the referee in the Louisville Florida State game who broke out his pack of Skittles during the game. I'm assuming it was probably for health reasons. I don't want to make that assumption, but I'm assuming that's what it was. But I'm sure, yeah, yeah. My man yeah. had a bag of Skittles, so Skittles needs to give that man an endorsement deal. I'm just saying, <laughs> broke them out right there on camera. I'm just saying, I'm yeah, just saying. Fantastic. So people with uh, what is it? They they have to have Skittles. His what sugar was up. Or sugar, sugar, was down. sugar may have been up diabetic. Yeah. I, I don't want to just make that assumption. I'm not only be reckless, but right. <laughs> uh Virginia Tech got a win, 21 to 10, probably a lot closer than they hoped it would be. Uh, but they got the win. Richmond played well though. Richmond played well, but you know, if you're the number 15 team in the nation. You're not trying to lose the uh, uh, struggle with Richmond, I would think. At the crib, right. Yeah. Uh, Miami had no problems against uh, Central Connecticut. So it didn't matter if DJ played or not um, on that one. They got a chance to rest. I think Junior could have played in that one at, at right now. Yeah, that would have been good. He would have dominated. He would have dominated. <laughs> Coach. Talk about you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, Duke with the – with the dominant win over Kansas, um, <laughs> which we all selected in that, which left us all, uh, you and Kendrick at seven and three, and me at eight and two. Um, I should be seven and a half. I'll give you the half. I'm willing to give you that. It's up to Charlie if he wants to give you the half. Well, I know I ain't getting a half. half. A half for what? <laughs> he wants to be seven two and a half because he should have. He shouldn't be penalized. For because uh, he he re he reselected in our group chat on the NC State game early in the morning, so it wasn't even like the game started. And I was like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna win." No, it was in the morning. It was. You elliptical. said I had a feeling. Is what you said. All the elliptical. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if that's the case, then I let me start doing my picks. <laughs> let me start doing my. We'll picks. give you a half. We'll I'll give you that half. I'll be getting that half, Kendrick. I know I ain't getting a half, but all right. But I will say this, and shout out to betonline.ag. If you're betting with us week to week, you're winning money. You are up and doing quite well, no matter who you go with. So that's that's, that's something. All right. (laughs) Are you guys ready to pick some games this week? Yes, sir. All right. Let's see what we got going here. Uh, Let me grab my trusty pencil. Here we go. And uh, we will start out with the Thursday night game, <coughs> Virginia and Miami. 
Um, Mr. Ward, who you got? I don't know. Where is that game at? That game is at Miami, I believe. Miami, Thursday night, coming off a huge win. Virginia coming off a blowout loss. Is DJ, is DJ, will he be back by the end? That's the real question. I doubt it. I'm going, I'm going Miami that game. Still? At home. At home Thursday night. I don't think Virginia defensive defensively, I'm not sure where they are. Offensively, they I think they're they're good. Mm-hmm. But defensively, uh I think they're struggling. I think it's gonna be tough to go into Miami on a Thursday night when the whole world is watching. Um uh, or at least half the world, because they'll well, you know what? They the might get the, the whole world. world. Where is that Jacksonville? Where is that Jacksonville uh, Cincinnati game. game? Is that in Cincinnati? Uh, I'm not. I sure. I think that game is in Cincinnati, and if it is, then all of Florida will be watching Miami and Virginia. Wouldn't matter if it was in Jacksonville. <laughs> Who outside of Jacksonville and Cincinnati wants to watch that? <laughs> That's actually a good point. That's actually a good point. I'm going Miami with that one as well. Uh, I don't know what to do with this game. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what to do with this game. Pitt and Georgia Tech. Is that Georgia, Georgia Tech? Tech? You going Georgia Tech? Yes. They play right. well. Their defense is nasty. I don't care. I don't care how you try to slice it. They they run that three-man front and they got dudes flying around. Uh they're 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 not bad defensively. Um, you know, offensively, they I think they got some momentum. Uh, with Jeff Sims coming into the game, right? Uh, Gates, and of course, if Jeff Sims can hit his target passing wise, they'll be a dynamic offense because he definitely can run it. Um, and so I'm going with Joe. I go with Georgia Tech, even though Pickett- I think your biggest, I think your biggest frustration, Charlie, is that you hate Pitt's offense. Maybe that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> Where you well, going? My thing with Pitt is I don't know who's going to show up. I mean, they play well at Tennessee, then come home and lay an egg. So, which Pitt team is going to show up? Yeah. Because, of it, because of that inconsistency, I think I'm gonna stick with George. I'm gonna go follow Coach Ward, go with George. <clears throat> I will join you, gentlemen, with that same pick. Uh, the rivalry game this week: Duke at UNC. Who you guys going with? You see, you already know where I'm going, so I don't even understand why I'm asking these questions. Wait, this is what they when I make my arguments all the time about who has the better rivalry. And I'm like, when Duke and Carolina plays in football, no one, no one cares. It, nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's <laughs> a rivalry in name only. Can we trust Duke? Or I, can we I trust, trust Duke more than I trust Sam Howell. <laughs> What did this man do to you? <laughs> what is this bullshit? It's I rode for him for a whole season. I will not be burned again. I'm going with I'm, I'm going with Sam Howell. Oh, UNC too because they're playing at home. They play right. much better. Sam Howell bounces back and he gets his revenge on Lloyd Spence. 
I see what's happening. I see what's happening. You two like to learn lessons the hard way. It's fine. It's totally fine. All right. Let's Apparently go with you Luis. learned one the hard way. That's why you so mad. I'm free. I am a free man now. I'm never gonna trust this guy again. Okay. Louisiana Tech, North Carolina State. I think this is pretty simple on this one. You I I'm picking NC State, but beware of the letdown coming off that big win. Ooh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll go with NC State. All right. And then, of course, uh, the interesting one to me, Boston College at Clemson. Yeah, Boston College gave Clemson a game at, at Clemson not too long ago, right? I, I got to be honest with you. I think the fear factor is over. I'm going Boston College. Well, I think for the first time in years, Clemson gets the double loss. Their their defense is still good. I agree. And so I'm sure offensively they can play a little bit better. Um, you sure? You're, you're sure is what you said. But is Boston College defense good too? I mean. Okay, so if it comes down to whose offense do you trust more, do you trust Boston College offense more than you trust Clemson's defense? Because Clemson's defense can stop you, but they have not proven that, they can get points. I I trust Clemson's defense more than Boston College's offense. Therefore, I'm going with Clemson. Okay. And I'm assuming Charlie is going the same way? Yes, I'm going with Clemson. All Head right. At home. All right. <laughs> so then that leaves us with two of the uh, the big games. Um. A game that got way more interesting after Saturday. <laughs> Is Syracuse for real? Or can Florida State rebound? I mean, let's be honest. If they beat Florida State, we still won't know if they're for real or not. But <laughs> they're, all, they're, they're all coming out, Charlie, to take the shots. They're all coming out I'm, to going, take the I'm going, I'm going with Charlie's nose. Going okay. with those. They showed me a lot in that in that comeback. They can run the ball. When their defense wants to play, they can lock you up. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, call it, I mean, yeah, Louisville got conservative, whatever. But at the end of the day, after giving up 31 points in the first half and then totally shutting them out in the second half, I mean, that says something there. It says that they're still playing with heart. Right, so right, right. I'm I'm picking Florida State to win that game, get that first win. Okay. Charlie, I already know where you're going. <laughs> I believe, I believe. <laughs> they, I know they're still working, and I'm here to support them. And um, if we, I just, I just know at some point it's gonna come all together. Now Syracuse play plays very good football, and um, they're playing good football. Uh, this quarterback Schrader, yeah, I think the new quarterback Schrader, big kid. He's uh, he's not bad in the run game. Pass wise, I'm not 100 sure. I didn't really see him push the ball down the field much um, against uh, Liberty, mm. but it's it's. Um, I think it's it should be a very good game, but hopefully the nose can come out on top at home. Uh, we, need, we need for the nose to come out on top at all. <laughs> right, right, right. I I, I want to believe that Corbin 
they found something in Corbin this weekend, and he found something in himself where he his confidence is going to be at an all time high. Corbin and Ward, and Ward, and Ward. But they've been doing this all season, though. Yeah, they have. They have. I I, I just felt like he he ran really, really, really well against Louisville. I thought he ran really, really well. He's been, having he's, said that, though, having said that, I'm I'm going to go Syracuse. Wow. I'm going to go Syracuse because I feel like, number one, I want to send you guys some good karma. So yes. maybe this becomes bulletin board material, and they say, they picked against us on that Believe show. We got to prove Lloyd wrong. I'm totally okay with that. But You're doing I, that for I, Sam Howell every week. <laughs> yeah, but it's working. <laughs> it's working against Sam Howell, though. That's the only difference. All right. Uh, final pick of the night, Louisville. And Wake Forest, who would have thought that at the beginning of the season that this would become a big game? Number one and number two in the ACC right now, uh, going head-to-head early in the season. Who you got, Who you got, guys? The crazy thing is for a brief second, very brief second, the thought of going to the game did briefly cross my mind because it is a huge game, but we kind, yep. of, kind of have a big game going on down the road on Saturday with Florida coming to UK. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> well. That. But uh, if Braden Smith didn't get hurt, if Montgomery was there for Louisville, I would pick the cards. But it's hard for me to see them going into Wake Forest as beat up as they are and beating Wake Forest. I got to go with the Deeks. So you believe in Wake Forest. You believe. You're all in. I'm not 100% all in yet. but you felt like you're all in just now. I've, I talked about Louisville's injuries. That's why I'm picking Wake Forest <laughs> because of Louisville's injuries more than anything. Okay. But I really like what I've seen from Malik, and I'm so happy for Malik, the way he's playing. Malik Cunningham, UofL's quarterback. He's playing great. Fantastic. Played play great in that first yeah, half. Yeah. But with those injuries that they have, it's hard for me to see them going in. And, and a Wake Forest team that's red hot right now, I got to go with the Deeks. Okay. Charlie, which way are you going on this one? Um, I'm I'm going with Wake Forest. Their 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 offense is is very hard to guard. Uh, they have a couple receivers, you know. I think it's the Perry kid, and then uh, five name is it Roberson? Uh, let's see. I will I will have your back here in just a second. You said number five. The other other wide receiver. Um, but their yes. run game Jakari Robeson. Yeah, their run game is 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 tough. Um, their backs are really, really patient and, and good. Mm-hmm. And they stick on those blocks and their bikes just run 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 off of them. And plus they got I mean their defense is solid. I mean, they're not that. Their defense is really, really good. If you sit back and watch them uh, on the back end, the front end. So I just think it's tough to play against, you know, them in their style. And then they got a bunch of pros. I mean, they got like nine super seniors, and then they got 12 seniors. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so you're talking about. Grown men. We talking about all these, these men that's been in school for six and 
five and six. <laughs> they got mortgages. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, one of the best defense linemen didn't play the other night, Fox. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they still, you know, won and, and played well. So, I'm just – I'm just not gonna bet against them until I until they lose or show me some vulnerability. And at this point, they really they don't beat themselves. Um, you know, I think the most penalties they had was against Florida State. Mm-hmm. And so since that time, you know, they had like three penalties for the whole game. You know, that kind of discipline is gonna help you win games, you know, just being disciplined. Yeah. Um, listen, I, um, it's hard to, to, to say anybody's playing better in the ACC than Wake Forest, but when you look at some of the realities, here's the reality. They beat a two and two Old Dominion team. They beat a two and two Norfolk state team. They beat an 0 and four Florida state team. They beat a two and two Virginia team. This is their first real test of the year. I am going with the Cardinals. I'm riding with Malik Cunningham. I think they got. I think they got time to figure this game out. I think you're going to see an even more different offense out of Louisville than you saw this weekend, and it's going to be very Malik heavy, and that's going to be the X factor. I think you're going to see. I think Malik's going to break 100 yards this weekend because he has to. They got to. They got to. They got to off put something to open up this game for those receivers or or. Because there you got a young core. So they got to open up the game for them and see what happens. So I, I'm, I'm betting on Louisville this time. So this is going to be an interesting week for us in these picks because I went against you guys on several places. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm going to look like a genius or a fool, one of the two. So <laughs> we will see. But uh, anybody got any shout-outs as we close out for the night? I'd like to uh, shout-out. Our Lady Seminoles, ah, soccer team. They're like ten and zero, number one in the country. Okay, they're not flying on the radar. They're just beating teams. No, there's no flying on the radar. Ten and zero, Charlie. <laughs> as bad as you want them to, there is no flying under the radar. Ten and zero. They're playing some good soccer. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, last couple of years they've been in the. Uh, finals, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, last year they gave the game away in a lot of ways, uh, but this year they went and got stronger, um, and so they're playing really good uh, soccer right now. So, shout out to the Lady Seminoles soccer team; um, they're number one in the country. Awesome, awesome. Can you get going with this week? I'm giving a shout out to the University of Louisville volleyball team and their head coach, Danny Busboom Kelly. She was she was my teammate on our uh, golf scrambles. It's, it's funny. Louisville's number five in the country, and not only are they beating everybody, they're sweeping all their opponents. They just sweep swept Charlie's Knowles on Sunday. Oh my! <clears throat> they I mean they swept Nebraska number six Nebraska at Nebraska. They swept them. Wow. And so, I mean, all they've only had they've only, they've won 3 to 2 twice. The rest of their games are all sweeps. Wow. So, <laughs> shout out to the U of L women's uh, volleyball team. Wow. Well, I actually have two shout outs. Um, 
My first shout out is to a high school football running back here in the great state of Texas and more specifically in my city of Plano, a young man by the name of Ishmael Mahdi. Ishmael Mahdi is a senior who has gone through some very challenging times, but has still found his solace and peace on a football field through five games. He has already rushed for a thousand yards on the season. Wow. And including 174 yards this weekend, even though his team is terrible, they are <laughs> one and four. He still shows up every week and gives them everything he has. I'm so impressed with this young man and his consistency. So shout out to him. And then my last shout out of the evening is to just is to Mr. Tucker of the Ravens for kicking a 66-yard <laughs> field goal. My God, that was impressive. That was impressive. That was impressive. And we never show the field goal kickers love like that, so I got to get show that brother some love. <laughs> I, I, you know, I got a shout out that I should have gave last week, and I'm going to give it to him this week. Anytime you score nine touchdowns in a game, <laughs> yeah, that, that deserves a shout-out. That is uh, Bullet East quarterback. Give me one second. His name is Travis Egan. He's had, not this past Friday, but last Friday, he was 13 of 24 for 375 yards and six touchdown passes. Wow. And then he, he had six carries for 81 yards and three rushing touchdowns. My man had nine touchdowns in one game. That's a, that's called a good day. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is actually day. good. I know, Charlie, I know you're familiar. I mean, you know, I know you're not familiar with Lloyd. I know you. I'm they, very familiar, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, they kind of been up and down, but they're actually pretty good this year. Sound like they're about to make a run this year. Yeah, that's impressive. Nine touchdowns is impressive. Yeah. That's impressive on any level, on any level. All right, well, listen, that was a good show. I appreciate you guys, and that is uh, – Kendrick Haskins over there, who is uh, we're gonna start calling nine TDs. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just it's the Eagles. Come on, man. Stop. You and Jay Jordan. Stop. It's the Eagles. What are we doing? And then that is you lost to the Falcons yesterday. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) It was a close game, though. (laughs) They're all close in the NFL. (laughs) They lost seventeen to fourteen. We can't buy a win right now. We listen. See, you're whatever it is, you lost, but it was a competitive game. Yeah, that's that's what I'm taking solace in. It was competitive. (laughs) No moral victories. No No moral moral victories. You lost to the Falcons. Yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm not. I didn't take solace in Dallas barely losing to Tampa Bay. They lost. I don't take any solace in it whatsoever, but um. With kids, I take solace in it, like they're growing. I, you know, but with grown men who are getting paychecks, with, with mortgages, yeah, go do your job. <laughs> <laughs> go do your job. All right, um, but that is our coach Ward, who is always positive on this show, and we appreciate it. This is Believe in the ACC, and we'll be back next week. Until then, have a great Monday night. You've been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward, Lloyd Spence, and Kendrick Haskins. Please like, follow, subscribe, and share from the Noisemakers page on Facebook and on YouTube. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and wherever podcasts can be heard. And join us 
next time on Believe in the AC. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.